Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. What do you think of, beloved, when you think of the word sanctification? One word always comes to my mind, and that is set apart. In fact, this is one definition of the Webster's Dictionary, to set apart as sacred, to consecrate, or to make holy. Now, sanctification does not mean that we are to go around looking sanctimonious, which is making a show of holiness. It means that we are being made holy. We are being made set apart for the glory of the Lord. In other words, other words that we can use in which depicts sanctification is holiness, righteousness, spiritual cleansing. I believe that there are three main areas of sanctification spoken of in the Word of God. And sanctification, like other things such as love, is really not a suggestion, but it is a command from the Word of God. And then sanctification can be secured, and the Word tells us how. And thirdly, we, Christ's body, are the sanctified ones now but we are continually also being made sanctified. First, let's look at some of the commands for sanctification. When Moses was at Mount Sinai and the Lord had called him up to the mountain and recounted to Moses what he had done for the children of Israel and how he had destroyed the Egyptians and how he even said he had bore Moses on eagle's wings and brought him to himself and how he told Moses to tell the house of Jacob and the Israelites to obey his voice in truth and to keep his covenant so that they might be his own peculiar possession and treasure from among and above all people and that they were to be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. In fact, he said, consecrated and set apart to the worship of God. And beloved, if you are in Christ, this same plea is for you today. You are his royal priesthood, his own peculiar possession and treasure. And he desires to set you apart from the world and the lust that is in the world. In fact, in this passage of of scripture in Exodus, the Lord told Moses to tell the people to prepare themselves to sanctify themselves before he came and spoke to them. Now, the wonderful news for us today as Christians is that Christ has become our sanctification. And although we don't have to go through all of the religious ceremonies that the children of Israel had to go through, we are still told and commanded to be apart, to be separate from the world. We have to constantly be aware because of the moral filth of today's world that we are to be holy. But again, praise God, he has secured our sanctification through the blood of Jesus. First Corinthians one thirty tells us it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness and redemption. We have this righteousness, this holiness, and this redemption because Jesus suffered outside the gate to make the people holy through his own blood. 
We are we as God's children achieve sanctification by faith in that act of Christ and by the shedding of his blood to make us holy. Sanctification comes by faith in Christ and by union with Christ in his death and resurrection. We are not only become sanctified by believing that he died for all our sins, but also now we can be sanctified by his life, which gives us the power to live above the sin in the world. Sanctification is both a work of God and it is a work of his people. God always has a part and we always have a part because of the free will he has given to us. In order to accomplish God's will and sanctification, we must respond to the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit by ceasing to do those things we once did when we were of the world. We are commanded to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit and to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. You might ask, how can this be done in the world we live in today? Well, many Christians still dabble in sin even when they come to Christ, thinking that it's okay to hold on to some of their old ways of the world. Just recently, I had a Christian woman call me, uh, not in this particular area, but from another state, and ask me if my husband thought it would be okay if I would go to a gambling casino with her. I quickly told her, although I knew my husband would not approve, I myself do not think it is right to take my money, which is God's money, and gamble it at a casino. My convictions would not allow me to do this. Yet I know of numerous Christians who see no wrong in this act of gambling. However, we should ask ourselves when tempted in this area, how quick are we to lay down our money for the sake of the ministry, the gospel, for, min for missions, or for someone in need, um, as quick as we are to take and gamble it away? You know, in the New Testament, sanctification is not seen as a slow process of forsaking sin little by little. Rather, it is presented as a definitive act by which the believer by grace is freed from Satan's bondage and makes a clear break with sin in order to live unto God, if he, if he or she wants to. Romans 6.18 tells us that we are made free from sin to become the servants of righteousness. And in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it tells us, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. But at the same time, however, sanctification is described as a lifelong process by which we continue to put to death the sinful desires of the flesh. As described in Romans chapter 8, we are to grow in grace and to exercise our greater love for God and others. And this in itself leads us to progressively being transformed into the likeness of Christ and His holiness. True sanctification require, requires that we as Christians maintain intimate communion with Christ, that we fellowship with like believers, that we devote ourselves to prayer and to obey God's word, and that we be sensitive to the presence and the care of God, that we love righteousness and hate sin, 
and that we put to death the sin that we know about in our lives and submit to God's discipline, and that we ask Him for the infilling and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to help us do these things. The very desire and act of sanctification enables us to live above sin and to be victorious in life every day, no matter the temptation and no matter the situation. Beloved, this is truly faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. If you live within the broadcast area of KNEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KNEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KNEO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.